Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet entrepreneur Scott Belsky, marketing experts Jay Baer and Daniel Lemon, and entrepreneur Chris Yeh. You'll learn about some of the most important, but often forgotten, pieces of business building. Whether you want to optimize your team's productivity or create word-of-mouth buzz among consumers, these experts will walk you through it. And hear why even when narrating a business book, channeling emotions is important. Enjoy. Hi, this is Scott Belsky. So let me tell you a little bit about this book. The Messy Middle was very much inspired by how obsessed everyone is with the starts and finishes, but how in so many of my own experiences and those of companies that I've worked with, it's really the endurance and optimization that happens in the messy middle of a journey that probably makes the most impact in the outcome, but is very seldom discussed and very misunderstood. And the intention of the book is to put forward a number of insights that help us in various parts of our own journeys, making better decisions, enduring anonymity, ambiguity, uncertainty, self-doubt, and also optimizing the hell out of everything that works, whether it's something about your product, team, or how you're leading. Whatever works is ultimately what you have to optimize and do more of to really win. And finally, the book tackles what I like to call the final mile, the hardest and most different stages at the end of the journey that can trip people up if they don't realize how different of a playbook is required towards the end. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I would probably say intense. It's hard enough to read your own writing and find little things you wished you had written differently. It's very hard to listen to yourself speak. <laughs> and it's pretty grueling being in the box and having to make sure that you get every sentence inflection right and every word read properly and many take twos, take threes, take fours, and take fives in many cases. So it was certainly intense. Is there a word or phrase that um, I realized that I didn't know how to pronounce while reading the book? Well, there were a number of words that I knew how to pronounce in my head, but were hard to actually say. Multilingualism is part of a title of a book that I cite, and it was preceded by a few words that made it even more difficult to say, and that took a couple tries. There were a number of words like that. What about um, the narration of this that I'm most proud of and most excited about? I guess the, the answer to that question is just the fact that I got to do this myself. And at certain points, kind of feel the emotion of the memory or the lesson that I am sharing from the moment I remember it from, and hopefully channeling some of that emotion in the words that I am using as I read the text. So it was exciting to be able to try to channel some of that raw emotion you know, in the actual process. Hopefully that will come through for the listeners. As for a dream narrator, if I uh, could have had someone else do this for me, gosh, I mean, certainly a James Earl Jones would be pretty cool. I wonder who else. Gosh, there's so many more people with a better voice than I. Probably most of the Earth's inhabitants could have done this better than I. Hi, this is Jay Bear, And this is Daniel Lemon. Our book is called Talk Triggers, the complete guide to creating customers with word of mouth. We wrote this book because we saw an inequity in business. 
Word of mouth is so important to just about every company, and it's been important since the first caveman sold a rock to another caveman, and word of mouth drives so much business and so many customers, yet it's one of the few things in business, really, that companies don't have a strategy for. They just take word of mouth for granted. And I think I was inspired to write this book because one of my first business books I ever read called Obvious Atoms, it's this tiny little book written in the 1920s by an ad guy about doing the obvious thing, which is really what Talk Triggers is really all about. Recording my audiobook, this is my first time recording an audiobook, I would say eye-opening. Seeing your text come to life in audio form gives it an entirely different dimension, so eye-opening is what I would say. I'm not certain that's one word, that's two words with a hyphen in the middle, we're going to have to check with our editor on that for veracity purposes. I would say for me, this is the fifth book that I've read, it's exhilarating, it is really, really fun to perform the book, right? It's such a different style than it is just writing it on a laptop. So it's exhilarating. I would do it every day if I could. I didn't know, and I may not still know how to say Manitowoc, Wisconsin. That may be incorrect right there, but that was a tricky one. The Easter egg, I think, in the audiobook for me is data or data or data. Or, or creek or crick or roof or roof. Yeah. I'm really excited about one particular story in the book. Jay Sofer, one of our case studies at Lockbusters, really the top-rated locksmith in New York City. He has such a great story, and telling his story after interviewing him was really exhilarating and fun for me. I think I'm better at using quotes now. When we have people quoted in the book, now that I've done this a few times, I feel like I'm better for the listener to say, okay, it's not Jay speaking now, it's somebody else who's being quoted here. I feel like I've gotten a little better at that. Not that that's something you necessarily need to buy the book for or look forward to, but I feel like it's gotten a little stronger for me. If we had an unlimited budget for narration for talk triggers, I think I would have Mike Tyson do the voiceover because his, <laughs> his voice is so bizarre, right? Especially coming out of that body. I think it would be amazing to have Mike Tyson read Talk Triggers. I would have to go with David Attenborough. Oh, yes. That's a that good one. Be. We actually have hired a David Attenborough impersonator to do some promotional videos for Talk Triggers. So if you're out there on the social media, do a search for Talk Triggers. You may see some of our David Attenborough videos that also feature alpacas because there's alpacas on the cover of the book. So Daniel and I have taken the alpaca references past their logical conclusion. I would say... For me, the last great audiobook that I listened to is Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. My stepdad really got me into spy novels when I was a young man, and I really like to listen to them more than read them, especially John Le Carre, because his writing can be very dense, and I find that when I concentrate on the audio with a great narrator, it really, really makes the book for me. It really comes to life. The last book I really loved as an audiobook was The Other Boleyn Girl. It's this great tale of the conflict between Anne Boleyn and her sister, and the book itself is riveting, but the quality of the narration on that audiobook is off the charts. Like, I would listen to it almost every day if I hadn't heard already. Does that make you feel like really bad though? Like we just did our book. I think we did a pretty good job. I mean, time will tell. But then you have these people who are like professional book narrators. You're like, bro, like we can't hold a candle to those people. Totally. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Chris Yeh, and we're here in the studio where I just finished recording the audiobook version of Blitzscaling. Reed and I wrote Blitzscaling because we observed that everyone who talked about Silicon Valley wrote about how it was a startup hub. Everything was about starting companies. And to us, this seemed off. 
It's important to start companies, but in order to build a great company, you have to scale it. And the more we looked, the fewer resources we found. So we decided we'd better create that resource ourselves. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be rapid. I think that thanks to the folks in the booth doing such a fantastic job, we were able to make this happen in record time. And I do think it's quite appropriate that when you're reading a book that's all about speed, that you do so as quickly as possible. There were a number of names that were very difficult. And let me see if I can get them right right now. Nathan Blachartsik, Aswath Damodaran, Arun Sunda Arajan, and finally, the worst of all, Guillaume Chrétien de Malbonion de Malcherbet. That was a tough one. I really regretted putting that name in there. I think what I'm most excited about, and I hope it will come through in the narration when people listen, is how important we feel that blitzscaling is as a concept. We really believe strongly that blitzscaling can improve the world, especially as you go through and you listen about responsible blitzscaling and to the conclusion. I hope that the authenticity and the depth of feeling that we have comes through. Dream narrator, living or dead? So I think that the conventional answer, if you don't get James Earl Jones, you try to get Morgan Freeman. But if we want to go with a slightly more unconventional answer, I think that the late, great Alan Rickman who had one of the most distinctive and yet incredibly powerful voices I ever heard, would do a fantastic job. When you talk about a great audiobook, do you mean a great audiobook because of the content, or do you mean a great audiobook because of the narration? When it comes to content, I recently finished listening to the Kelly McGonigal book, The Willpower Instinct. And it taught me a lot of fascinating things about willpower and what you need to do in order to accomplish the things you want to accomplish in life. So that was really powerful from a content perspective. Then from a narrator perspective, it is amazing the job that the narrator does for Janet Ivanovich's series of detective novels about Stephanie Plum. The actress who does the narration for those books does a fantastic job of representing a number of very different, very colorful characters. And I always enjoy hearing her work. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.